Welcome to If You're Listening, one person's mission to force her friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. Hey, I'm Heather. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, good, mo- good morning to you. Hey, <laughs> clink of coffee mug. Oh, I'm going to switch to beer immediately. Okay. Well, it's a regular morning for Heather. Ah, sip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you both sipped and made the sound effect yep, for sip. I did. Um, Ramsey. Can you tilt that milk, Mike? That milk a little bit, and yes, the mic. Yes, I can. Yeah, I was very far away from this, huh? You're good. Um, it's been a while since we've recorded a solo episode. Yeah, there's no secret guests in the room. None, none. Just you and me, and your cat's here somewhere. Uh, probably. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, it would be bad news. Mo will be mad at you if the cat is not here. She will be very mad at me. <laughs> yes. Um, how are how how are you feeling today? I'm good. Uh. <laughs> Is that going to stay the way? I don't know. That's why I was asking. Okay. I'm not I'm not sure how you're going to feel today. So I do know for a fact that you felt that way before we did the Rilo Kylie episode, and I loved it. You were pretty sure it would be positive, though. Yeah. This, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Incubus, you knew it was going to be painful. Corn, you knew it was going to be bad. Yeah, so this that's better than this. Yes. I mean, this is better than that. I'm just setting the table for uh-huh. what I'm expecting here. Okay. Uh, so this one's, this one's a crapshoot. We're in that same era. <laughs> As, okay, all right. Um, so the year is 1999. All right. Um, are you ready for me to tell you? I, I, I guess so. <laughs> okay, we're going to do Rage Against the Machine. Okay. The Battle of Los Angeles. Okay. I, that was a movie recently. Uh, yeah. I think I don't know. It kind of came and went. I don't see movies. <laughs> I, I um, definitely didn't see that one. I truly don't see movies. Um, so I love Rage Against the Machine. Not loved, love. Okay, love them. Tom Morello. Okay, is the guitarist in this band. Oh, not the main guy. No, that's Zach De La Rocha. I believe is how you say it. I why do Roca, I know Rocha? Yep. I know the name Tom Morello. Yep. I don't think I've ever heard Zach De La Rocha. <laughs> um, I don't know why that would be the case. I mean, okay. Well, I don't know. I think Tom was probably just as prominent as Zach was when Rage was doing things, um, and has gone on to do more things. He was in the media just as much. And I mean, this is a very outspoken band, so um, big on the politics. Big on the politics, for sure, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't... Well, and he's been in more notable things since Rage Against the Machine oh. than Zach has. Because Zach has... I mean, he's done stuff since Rage, but not as high-profile stuff. I think maybe purposely. I don't know exactly, but... Um, what else has Tom done? Audio Slave. Heard of it. Prophets of Rage. Not heard of it. Okay, well... <laughs> It's oh, man. just it's just Rage Against the Machine with uh, Chuck D and someone else. Oh, um, hold hold, please. Let me tell you who else is in that. Okay. Um, I actually saw Prophets of Rage at Riot Fest this past year. Um, and oh, okay, it is oh DJ Lord, also from Public Enemy and Chuck the British D. lady. Oh, and Be Real from Cypress Hill. That's it. Okay, not the, gotcha. <laughs> no. It's her. Yeah, it's Lord's DJ set. Um, not a very creative no, dj terrible. name for lord <laughs> well it doesn't have the e so she dropped that. <laughs> um yeah so i don't i don't know i do think it's weird that you know tom morello's name but not zach but that's okay i i don't have an answer for you yeah um so yeah i saw prophets of rage 
at Riot Fest. So it's a festival. So there's two main stages next to each other and they just like alternate back and forth so that... Is this the most recent Riot Fest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So this past fall. Um, So we're waiting for Jawbreaker, which was, you know, the big set of Riot Fest. And while we're waiting, Prophets of Rage is finishing their set, which is like, I didn't purposely go to... And then I was so happy that I accidentally did because I was like, oh my God, I forgot. I love Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's awesome. Which like, it's not Rage because it's not Zach, but like it's as close as I'm going to get because they are they haven't played in uh, seven, eight years. Um, is there any, is it like over for sure? Like No, technically they all just say they're on a hiatus, but oh. like the Prophets of Rage's existence, I just can't, I, yeah. I don't know. Especially if Rage is in the name. Yeah, it's weird. Um, they have Prophets of Rage songs also. No, no one cares about them. <laughs> Literally no one. And oh. also they do Jump Around. What? House of Pain? Yeah. Isn't one of the, didn't I say one of the people is in House of Pain? Oh. Or no, Cypress Hill. Yeah. He was in House of Pain, right? I don't know. I don't fucking know. That's, <laughs> we're really getting outside of my normal genres for this show right now. Uh, I just know that song from Pringles commercials. Did I, am I making this up? Did, is, are they just doing a weird cover? Do I just truly not understand who anyone in this band is? Honestly, I don't care. I'm okay. not, not going right. to figure it out. I think they did do a cover of Jump Around, though. All right. Um, I, I thought maybe they just jump, literally jump around, and that's what you were telling me nope. at first. I mean, they do. Um, okay. We're not talking about Prophets of Rage. We're talking about the Rage Against the Original Machine. Rage. The real Rage Against the Machine. Um, so this is, the album we're doing is their third album. Can I go back to Prophets of Rage real quick? <laughs> sure. Doesn't that seem to, like, a prophet comes before the thing like a prophet of in mm, the biblical mm-hmm, sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just throwing that out there it's a bad name yeah it's a terrible name <laughs> um they're and honestly they're not great but it's as close as i'm gonna get so i'll take it right um but yes yeah, so the album we're gonna do is their third album okay which i will probably get shit for because it's not i don't know that it's most people's favorite rage album but like they people love their f- first I mean, they only really have three albums, I think. I don't really know what happened after this. They kind of, they did a cover album. Basically, they broke up after this album, more or less. Oh, wow. And, um... They went on hiatus. Hiatus, sorry. And they did come back, though. Oh. um, For, like, a few shows and stuff. But I don't don't think there was any new stuff after that. Did Zach just become, like, super Republican and, like, happy with how things are going? No. You sure? Yes. Okay. Uh, Very sure. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so this album came out in 1999, which is why it's like the Rage album I care about the most. So the album before this was Evil Empire, which I uh, I don't know what year that one came out. 95 or 96. Because um, I specifically rem- remember the first time I ever heard Rage Against the Machine was the video for Bulls on Parade, which is off of Evil Empire, on MTV before school. Hmm. And I was obsessed with it like i don't know like i feel like it was the first time i ever heard anything that even remotely sounded like this um and so i was truly obsessed as how old are you when you're in sixth grade 12 sounds right uh maybe a little younger but that's like yeah 11 or 12 so truly just like blew my mind and the video for that song is also crazy i feel like it uses like old newsreel footage and stuff like that i don't know if i've seen a rage video but that is exactly what i pictured was a lot of like propaganda clips and stuff like that correct okay the cover of the first album i don't want to fuck it up but it's the um it's that uh monk setting himself on fire that's the cover of the first rage against the machine album all right um so yes got it um 
but yeah, I didn't get into Evil Empire because I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Um, there are songs, I know most of that album, but it's probably more in retrospect. So when they came out with this album, I was excited like from the get go, which is why like this is the Rage album I care the most about. This is like your entry point sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was familiar with them and like I was excited about this coming out. So I was in ninth grade when this came out. Okay. Um, love it so much i have not listened to the full album in a long time but yeah so like you said like they're a political band um very left-leaning mm-hmm. um the one song i know by uh-huh. them is the one where it goes so you do what they told you or is that close to something yeah that's on the first album okay uh is it killing in the name yeah yeah that's right that's on the first album Uh, which I was reading today. And one time they accidentally played the uncensored version of that song on the radio, which just says, uh, fuck you. I won't do what you told you 17 times. Oh, which was, I don't know. Yeah. That's That's fun. (laughs) That's a lot of FCC fines for uh, one song. That's a lot. Um, yeah, that DJ fucked up. Uh, (laughs) he did not do what they told him to do. I, I would be surprised if you don't know any songs off this album. It was really popular. It was, there were songs on the radio. There were songs on MTV. Um, there were songs on the matrix soundtracks. Okay. That's okay. That could do it. Okay. That's a good call. Um, I will definitely be able to like recognize a scene if it's in the movie. Sure. Um, I think the matrix songs are from this album. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, so this band also like they were a band that when I got into them in ninth grade, a and then crazy don't know anything mm-hmm. but um i would like because the songs are all very political and like would definitely like get into like what they were you know like talking about and like looked that up and i feel like that was probably very influential on me as a ninth grader um this is the end of clinton's term i'm just trying to put myself politically what's going on here um yeah because gore bush was 2000 yes so when they broke up i was actually reading today the like the timing of the length of this band is very um coincidentally interesting like they started i think the first album came out on election night 1992 oh wow um and then when they originally stopped being a band was like right before al gore lost what are you guys so mad about then? I'm please, Bill Clinton helped no one. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a Republican held Congress. You're right. Yeah, exactly. So um the thing that I think is interesting about so I've been listening to this album a lot for the last few days. But the thing that I think is really interesting about this, and I was reading a vulture article that was putting this better than I will, but basically like they were so early for what they were doing. Like mm. they um were really heavily influenced by public enemy which is another band who was so, you know, very politically minded and like, you know, rallied against like police brutality and stuff like that. But so they are just, no, no one else was really doing this at this time. And the, like the themes of these songs and the, you know, the themes of oppression and like all the different things they're talking about on these albums still holds up, which is so fucking depressing. Like they may be even more so now. Like it's crazy. Almost 20 years later. Yeah. It's just like, we're still fighting against the same things, um, which is interesting and really sad. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I don't know what else to say. I, so I will not do the political mindedness of these songs justice. Like they really like, they were about like prison reform and stuff like right. tons of different things that I will not be able to go into depth on if only I was 
as educated as Zach on these topics. But uh, regardless. You, you were in ninth grade. I was in ninth grade. Forgive me. I tried as a ninth yeah. grader. <laughs> tried to be really, really a woke ninth grader. Yeah, I don't think I learned the difference between Democrat and Republican until 11th, 12th grade. Have I ever, I don't know if I've ever told the story on this. The only reason I knew what we were was like my family. Yep. Okay. My my parents are very liberal, but um we <laughs> were getting new neighbors and my dad was like looking out the window like at them moving in and he saw a bumper sticker on their car and he just goes, Oh god, they're Republicans and just <laughs> walked away. And I was like, Okay, I guess we're the other one. That's hmm, funny. I didn't know. Um Yeah, I, I just remember uh Grandpa Simpson saying that when the Democrats took power, he started getting checks in the mail and he didn't ask any questions about why <laughs> that, that's how. So that was how you determined as a child what yep. the differences were. Yep. Um, yeah. So I would honestly, I don't think rage against the machine would even be Democrat. Certainly probably more Bernie. Social Bernie bros. For sure. Oh God. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, definitely more socialist leaning, but very, very left. Right. For sure. Um, probably more left than any actual political party. <laughs> um, could, oh God! Could I please to see that album art? Oh, oh my God! I almost forgot the album art. Yes, you can. Oh God! I gotta unplug this. Oh God! <laughs> Alex Court. Uh, it's kind of boring. Yeah, it's it, it's whatever. It's, so it's like a a serif font at the top that says rage against the machine. Uh huh. And then it's a graffiti guy of like a person doing a fist in the air. Yep. I also did the fist. Yeah. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. Uh, and then it says the battle of Los Angeles also in graffiti. Yeah. It looks like a boring Banksy. Yeah. Yeah. This was pre Banksy though, to be fair. More like a senior brainwash. Monsieur brainwash. Oh no. Is that the guy's name? Brainwash is the guy. Uh, can you turn the aux cord down so I don't deafen oh, our listeners when I plug this back in? It's down. Great. Okay, we're good. It's back on. Great. Um, so, okay, so you know in general though what this band sounds like. Uh, I know that one song. It's pretty accurate uh, representation. It's, it's going to be a lot of... Yeah. It is. Okay. <laughs> Do you like that song? No. Okay. You're not going to enjoy this. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I mostly know it as a rock band or guitar hero song is it a hard one i don't remember it being particularly hard tom morello is a very very like notably amazing guitar player the problem is i'm really good at it oh, okay. so none of them are that hard okay. unless it's like a free bird he also does like weird things yeah like non-traditional things which is interesting a lot of like all over the placey type of things i think more of the bass guitar when i think of that song though yeah, that's not. Oh, Jesus! Sorry, sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, that yeah, that song does have a strong baseline. I'm going in pretty fresh here. Okay. Track one is called "Testify." Are you ready to play it? Yes. That sounds like a familiar name. Let's... Well, it is one word. Fair enough. <laughs> jump, 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 jump. There's, there's that baseline, you know. Yep. Kind of a military sound of that drum. Yep. Oh! <laughs> that poor crow that they killed to make that noise. I love Zach so much. Oh, 
Apache. Jump on it. Jump on it. Awful. It's more uh, rock rappy yep. than I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like Adrock. They had to cancel a tour with BC Boys because Mike D, I think, got really hurt before they went out. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is reminding me a lot of Beastie Boys. Certainly an influence. I guess if, uh, if Paul Stanley was in Beastie Boys, it would sound like this. Wait, who's Paul Stanley? Uh, from Kiss. Oh, okay. There's a lot of words. I'm trying to get them all. There are a lot of words. <laughs> You're not going to get them all. My tent pole, get coffee. That's what I heard. Oh, perfect. Yeah, there's, there's going to be way too much for you to unpack on a first listen. <laughs> yes, it's just like constant. It's like a Wes Anderson uh, yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, rap rock equivalent of, a, of the visuals in a Wes Anderson movie. Okay. Visually overwhelming. Yep. <laughs> uh, my mom took me to see Royal... Te- oh, man, so loud. I'm doing what Heather did. We're fucking up the levels today. <laughs> uh, my mom took me to see Royal Tenenbaums in theaters, and I just remember her comment being, there's, like, music the whole time. <laughs> um, this bridge is mass graves for the pump and the price is set. Whoa. Yeah, we kill people for oil. <laughs> okay. Just you wait, guys. Ooh, this is song number one. Did they, uh... So they didn't do any more albums after this, but they kept playing? Not really. Oh. They missed no. some really uh, relevant stuff. Yeah. Um, let me look at the timeline, actually. For the band or just a general timeline? <laughs> of, of history. Of history. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, so this came out in 99, they more or less broke up in 2000, and they okay. came back in 2007, reunion and tours, but I don't think they put out more music. Wait, they came back for Obama's presidency? <laughs> they came back for money, let's be very uh, real. Okay. This was, uh, this is guerrilla radio, but, like, guerrilla warfare. Got it. Um, this was a single... What's that? Oh, that, <laughs> I thought you said in single, and I thought that was a 90s movie. Nope. Um, Doesn't that sound like a 90s movie? John Cusack's in it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, uh, yeah, this was the first thing. Oh, Testify was also a single. This was, I think this was probably the most popular song off this album, if I had to guess, but I don't know shit. Oh, <laughs> good riff this was on soundtracks for video games such as tony Hawk pro skater 2 that's a good one sure madden nfl and guitar hero live i didn't have that one it was also a downloadable track for rock band i didn't pay money to play this one fair they played this on letterman i've seen it Oh, this is a fun fact that you'll like that I learned while I was researching today. I think I don't think it was for this album. Let me actually. I think it was the previous one. Let me see. 
Um, oh, yeah. So for the previous album, Evil Empire, they were on SNL. And they were supposed to do two songs. They were supposed to do Balls on Parade and something else. Uh-huh. But um, they wouldn't let them play their second song because they were trying to hang upside down flags on their amps because the Republican presidential candidate was hosting. Whoever booked that is oh. a fucking idiot. Or the, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. So they didn't let them play the second song. Do you remember who that was? I think that was the tax guy. Steve Forbes. Steve I don't know Forbes. who the fuck that is, though. Yeah. Forbes magazine. Oh, my. What? Yeah. I don't remember that. It was that was a child. His big thing was... Uh, I saw that episode live. I remember this. Uh, his big thing was that he... Uh, was going to revolutionize the tax process. There was going to be one form and it was going to be real easy. Great. He was already pretty much out of the race when he was hosting. Fantastic. But I kept talking about it. God. That's what I remember from ninth grade. That would have been sixth grade. Oh, look at me. Yeah, that was like 1996. Way up past my bedtime. <laughs> I'm convinced that the drummer only has a tongue. He might. This is a good riff, though. It's so good. This, this is a good single choice based on the two I've heard. Uh-oh. Maybe not. It's just guitar. He's just doing that. That's somehow. not a harmonica? No. Oh. That is Tom Morello. I don't know what you're You're doing. sure? Yes, I'm 1,000% sure. This band would not have a harmonica. It has to start somewhere. Ugh. It has to start sometime. <laughs> Placed in here. Mm-hmm. What better time than now? I yep. can see that as like a really cool live moment. Yeah. Just sitting here with you and I on headphones, it didn't do it for you? Uh, not as much. Okay. I also picture somehow he gets in every person in the audience's face, like oh. real close to them. If only. <laughs> oh, I love him. Is he still doing stuff? a little he's put out a couple tracks the only ones i'm really familiar with recently are with um run the jewels mm. so so when i recently booked run the jewels i was really just Secretly, holding out hope yeah. zach would show up it didn't happen uh. spent all night disappointed I'm just <laughs> <laughs> whoa um this one is called calm like a bomb calm calm i'm sorry could you not understand that in my nasally upstate accent Calm like a bomb. Okay. This was also the fourth single. As somebody who is also from upstate and naturally very nasally, Mm -hmm. uh, you're good. Don't worry. You're the least (laughs) nasal person on this show. (laughs) This one sounds particularly Beastie Boys in the background. Yeah. You are more tapped into the current day hip hop scene than I am. (laughs) This is an overstatement of anything but go on i think it's an accurate statement it's of, just of not very two of us yes yeah like okay go on is there anybody who's still carrying on this sound of like doing their own instruments but rapping over it i'm sure i don't know who but i'm okay. sure yeah nobody who's like really making it though as far as i don't know my uh, <laughs> spotify radar someone just tell us if this is happening yeah. we don't know yeah go ahead and add us on this one all of my Instagram followers learned yesterday that I'm a grandma because I've had uh, closed captioning on, on my TV for three years and I can't figure out how to turn it Aww. off. So I just, this is my life. I'm old now. It's fine. A lot of people watch TV with captions on. 
I think it's maybe my Apple TV and not my actual TV. I can't figure it out. I, I can show you how to do that. Oh my god, please. If, I tried it to figure it out last TV. night. Ugh, anyways. Uh, I think my favorite part of the show is when I can do an impression of somebody. To be fair, though, I think you're actually just doing a Beastie Boys impression. Maybe. Of Zach's lyrics. That's possible. Wow, there. So I went to Genius so I could have the lyrics when you inevitably ask me something and I don't know it. There's so many words. There are so many words. There are. I have never seen more annotations for single songs, which makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so good. I'm about to ask you a really specific Go question. On. I'm sorry. Do the Lonely Island have a Rage Against the Machine pastiche? Because definitely, this, yes. this yes. is triggering Absolutely. something in my head, and I can't quite pull what it is. I <laughs> would throw it on the ground. Would that? I mean, I don't know. I just think in general. Yeah. Whatever. Andy is rapping. It's kind of like this, right? Um, so, yeah. I mean, which makes sense. They're the same age as us, right? Maybe slightly older, but not really. Not, not enough. Have you still not seen Popstar? No. And okay, so I was at my um, I was in Chicago last weekend, and I went and saw my friend's band play, and they. Were, Quoting something and I didn't understand. Apparently, all they've been watching on this tour is pop star, and they they were like, "What is wrong? How have you not seen this?" And I was like, "I don't know. I gotta watch it." We'll fix it. I have the Blu-ray. If you want to, is it is it on streaming yet? Probably. Okay. I know it's on HBO for a little while. Okay. I know. I'll watch it. I'm an idiot. Okay. Does it make you like it more or less to know that all these weird noises are literally just one guitarist? Uh more and I actually like these weird noises. Okay. These sound like robots so that makes sense. It's it's uh they work together. It's yeah. not like it's a cacophony. Uh this is a long song. Is it? I feel like it might Oh be. it is kind of long. It's like five minutes. God, I, I don't even really remember the back half of this album so I feel like you're going to be you're going to take a nap. I don't think that's good podcast material. Yep. Well, I think you're just going to fall asleep. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Ramsey, how do you feel about whispery rap? Um, I'm not super upset by this. Okay. If there's a lot of it, I could see this getting old. Okay. Like, I want to make fun of it, but there's so many words to have to improvise to do it. Sure. Um, this song is called Mic Check. Mic Check, Mic Check, one, two, one, two. No. All right. <laughs> this is my favorite beat so far. Yeah. It's, it, this also sounds like a beat that Linkin Park then immediately ripped oh, off. Oh, yeah. It sounds very much reminiscent. I think you're right. Just jump around. Jump around. 
See? Maybe that's why they covered yep. it. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's like a real classic early 80s. Yeah. Well, and, and also, like, their influences are definitely, like, 80s right. uh, influences. They're uh, probably in their 40s now. Um, if you don't watch out, you're going to get shot. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Or even, yeah, like, 80s, very early 90s. That was a freestyle I want everyone to know. Uh, when yeah, I said, yeah. you better watch out or you're going to get shot. Ha, 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 ha. That's copyright Ramsey S. 2018. <laughs> No. Uh, if you want to hear an actual rap I wrote about the movie Phantom Thread, check out my Twitter page. It's a pinned tweet. I've never pinned a tweet. Uh, I pinned this one because I put a lot of work into this dumb rap song about a P.T. Anderson movie. <laughs> Still waiting for you to see it so you can watch this video. I know. I don't watch movies. <laughs> yeah, that's come up a lot today. Have you seen Matrix? Yes. Comma the? Yeah. Okay. 1999? Yep. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a movie since college. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, you're right. I've seen a couple. Welcome down with the warrior sound! Oh! <laughs> so the other thing to remember, this noise yep. sounds like shitty and dated and like all the new metal that came after this. They did it first. Yeah. They, like, very much influenced that genre's existence. I think because it's so early on the path of new metal, it's not even really triggering my new metal alarms. Also, I don't know how many new metal alarms you have. We really only played you two. It's mostly Linkin Park that would trigger it. Okay. That's fine. We're going to have Alex Mason back to do uh, Linkin Park. Can we not have Alex Mason back then? (laughs) I like him a lot, but I don't want to listen to that. I think it'd be fun to tell you what I thought I heard. (laughs) Go fight the power at my restaurant. That could be true. Okay. I do like a... I do too. It's fun. I don't know if there's any current hip hop stars that listen to our podcast, but bring back the ha ha ha, please. This song is so good. Uh, This is Sleep Now in the Fire. I think this is the second or third single. Can you say that title again? Sleep Now in the Fire. Sleep Now the Fire? In the Fire. In the Fire. Uh, Michael Moore directed this music video. Oh, wow. And they shut down the New York Stock Exchange because they stormed it during the filming of this Whoa. video. Yeah. yeah, That's crazy. Yes. Did they use that footage? Yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah, the like filming of this video is like pretty epic. Um, basically, they got permits to film like a very specific area on Wall Street and did not stay just there. And basically, Michael Moore told them just keep playing no matter what and um i think i don't know if he actually got arrested but he definitely got put in handcuffs and carted away and like all that is uh, the video for this song wow. yeah 
That's really crazy. Yeah. I wonder if that's the only music video Michael Moore directed? I don't know. I wonder. Let's see. That guitar noise sounds yeah. a little bit like a British phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? It's just naming the Christopher Columbus yeah. ships. Um, she enslaved a bunch of uh, people. The ships did? No, Christopher Columbus. Oh, okay. Not a, not a good guy. Well, I didn't mean, like, did the ships turn into Transformers and <laughs> enslave the... Yeah. South America. There's a noise here that sounds a little bit like a marimba that I keep thinking it's your <laughs> iPhone going off. It's not. The bassist doing a lot. Yeah. What an insightful observation from your host, Ramsey S. <laughs> Way to play notes, bass. Like in the Matrix. <laughs> I think this sounds familiar. The the song, the rap and the ships. Yeah, okay. I, oh, maybe I've heard a reference to it, or it's also possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This song might have been more popular than Gorilla Radio. I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just reading weird facts about this song now. What do you got? Um, the guitar solo, which we're hearing right now. No, this isn't the part they're talking about. Oh, okay, please. it was the, no, it was the previous part. Um, it's notable because it's just Tom Morello using feedback from his amp and the whammy bar to adjust the pitch. So it's like the it sounds oh. like record scratching, basically. Like oh, I did yeah. hear that. Yeah, yeah, it's still just a guitar. Hmm. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, that's... It's like using every part of the buffalo. This sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't know why you would have heard this song. Um, this is called Born of a Broken Man. Maybe just the chord progression. Maybe. Born of a Broken Man. Tom Morello's playing guitar. I mean, I guess Saul Williams sampled this song. Are you familiar with that sample? Who's Saul Williams? <laughs> Musician. Did Beavis and Butthead like this band? I don't know. I could see them rocking their heads to this. I don't know. I never really watched much Beavis and Butthead. I didn't have it growing up. I saw the movie when it was on HBO. That's the closest. I think I've yeah, I've like definitely seen it, but I don't really know much about it. I watched it when they did a new season. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, I want to say five years ago they brought it back. It was always oh, right before Silicon Valley. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. I feel like we haven't covered a lot of ground in this song so far. Uh, it's uh, Born of a Broken Man. I don't know what this song's about. <laughs> Let's see. Let's 
see if I can figure it out during the course of this song. Is there an annotation for the title? No. Uh, the first annotation is for the lyric, and he raped the spirit he was supposed to nurture. Oh, God. Yikes. An empty glass of himself. Yeah, this whole album sounds like The Matrix. I mean, it, that movie is a very specific era. Yep. Trapped in a lampshade. What? Trapped in a lampshade? I heard that one correctly. Somewhere within. Yes, correct. You did hear that. Yeah. <laughs> the wings it, it was his thoughts like a hundred moths trapped in a lampshade. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Forever awake, he lies shaking and starving. Praying for someone to turn off the light. Oh, this song's about his dad. Was his dad born of a broken man, or is no. he born of a broken man? Uh, I don't know, but... Mm. No, I think... Uh, I don't know. I'm literally doing research as we listen to this. Um. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> no. It's pretty good. Does he just get really tired in every song? I mean, honestly, I would. Like, kind of leans against the mic. They try to escape across the street where Jesus stripped bare and raped the spirit. Oh, okay, now I got that lyric, though, now that we're actually looking at it in context. Because he's saying Jesus did that. Mm, Right. Where it's like people. Oh, God, how can I put this so it doesn't sound like a fucking idiot? Like, killing in the name of. No. No. No, but like religion is supposed to nurture you and a lot of the time actually just ends up harming the people who believe in it. Got it. Would be my interpretation of that lyric. Right. I think his father I was reading, his father is oh yeah, he's Hasidic. Oh. He's a Mexican-American Hasidic Jew. Which is a very interesting combination. Not Jesus? Not Jesus. Interesting. Well, Tom, it's a great riff. Thanks, Genius. They really helped me on this one. Yeah, that was a lot of info. Well, it was... I mean, I figured out that lyric, but the born of a broken man, because they're talking about how... Because his dad was an artist. That I did know. And an activist. And his his grandfather was um, obviously Mexican. His father is Mexican. He fought... Hold on. Oh, yeah. He fought in the Zapatista army. So he was like a Mexican revolutionary. Hmm. So it's in his blood. Wow. Yeah, everybody's fighting the power. It's true. Well, and... Uh, uh, sorry, I got confused. This, I got confused and thought it was the same song because this one is called Born as Ghosts. Oh. Two Born songs in a row. Um, but Tom, It's like when I'm listening to a Moby album. Oh, no. And there's two Born songs in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Real proud of how quick that was. I don't oh care, Heather. Oh my god, Moby is boring. Um, no, but I was gonna say, uh, Tom Morello, his seem his dad was a Kenyan ambassador, maybe Whoa. Kenyan something. He was in America. Um, but then his grandfather was also like a Kenyan revolutionary. Oh wow! Yeah. So every that's crazy. Yeah. And they're all good at music. Yeah. 
I would love it if the drummer was just completely apolitical. It was like, he was like, man, what do you think of this beat? Thanks. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Brad Wilk is the drummer. Uh huh. That's all I got. I actually don't really know anything about him. I really only know things about Zach and Tom. <laughs> Ooh, double track vocals. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like they amplified a goat. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Okay, here's um, here's the thing I have for you about Brad okay. Wilk. He has diabetes, type one. Unable to find an all-natural sugar-free lemonade that would fit with his diet, what? Management and exercise plan. He began formulating his own lemonade using stevia. Um, after receiving positive feedback, he launched he launched Olay, which is his brand of lemonade. Okay. That's all I got for you. It's a really specific thing. I mean, I guess the like, oh, I'm sure I would have a very specific thing that I would want that I couldn't have if I had diabetes. That oh, I yeah. would try to retrofit with some yeah. thing. I get that. Lemonade is just funny to me. Yeah. I, get, I mean, I fucking love lemonade. I'm going to be honest. I don't know the last time I've had just lemonade and not an Arnold Palmer. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a great drink. This song's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just listening to West Wing Weekly, mm-hmm. um, and Josh Molina mm. was talking about love how he wants to set up uh, Ice Tea and the Lemonheads. Oh, boy. And do a band called Arnold Palmer. <laughs> okay. Yep. That feels right. Yep. I'm just stealing jokes from other podcasts. That's, That's how boring the song is. The song is boring. But I kind of like the phrase "born as ghosts." Yeah, I don't know what it means. Let's see what genius says. Well, this song's over now. Now we need to just figure out the next one. <laughs> um, you should start two from now. This is the ghost song. This one's called Maria. This song's about human trafficking. I know that without looking it up. Goodness. That lyric was. Well, the first lake was Sun Ablaze as Maria's foot touches the surface of sand on Northern land is human contraband. Hmm. Yep. I, uh, it's literally about people like, what, what is it called? What are the people called that? Coyotes? Yes. Like, it's literally about coyotes getting people over the border wow. in overheated trucks, which is like, st- this is, this an is another one that is still like, yeah. grossly poignant. You're like, cool we haven't fixed that at all great there's no good way to ever know this but i wonder how much uh how many of their listeners were inspired or like yeah if, it, if it, how much how many people just saw it as like oh these are cool songs versus like oh like paul ryan yeah this rage against the machine is one of his favorite bands oh really yes that's hilarious um i mean that is actually like a, a criticism of them is that like as they got more popular, they got more popular with like a lot of like suburban white kids, sure. and they got rich as hell. Um, and that was like people calling them sellouts and hypocrites. But to your point, like I mean, I 
was a suburban white kid for all intensive purposes. Right. And I do feel like this had an uh, impact on me to be more socially conscious and active than I maybe would have been otherwise. Um, so I don't know. I think like there definitely had to have been an impact. I'm sure there right. was just as much, just as many people listening to it that it just was like, this is a cool sounding yeah, song like, as there right. would be with anything. But it's like there, a lot of their, um, their counters to being called hypocrites and stuff like that is just like, okay, do you not want us to reach the widest audience possible that we can with this message? Which yeah. like is totally fair. It's a great retort. Um, yeah. Because it's like, how are we going to affect change if we're just yelling at five people in a basement? Right. You know? Um, I wonder... Like, I know the Beastie Boys did a concert to support Tibet. Yeah. I wonder uh, how... Like, if it's more effective to pick a cause as opposed to, like, they're biting off a lot in just this one album that I'm hearing. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think, like, yes, that's true. But it is, like... I think their general causes are just, like social causes um, for right. more, I'm sure there is some liberally fiscal shit in here too but it is mostly just like social justice yeah, I would like, say here are bad things that are happening yeah and just like I feel like that all kind of fits into the same thing and actually to your point they went um, Rage, Rage Against the Machine opened for you 2 on the Pop Mart tour oh I I definitely looked that up it, or I was reading about it earlier but the only reason I can remember that is you're talking you two to me mm-hmm. they did I read that they donated all of their proceeds from that tour to various like um social causes oh, wow which is crazy yeah let's see if I can find it hold on um oh yeah here it goes <coughs> in 1997 they opened for you two on the Pop Mart tour and all of Rage's profits went to support social organizations. Unite, Women Alive, Zapatistas Front for the National Liberation, and others. Crazy. It was mostly because that pop album sucked. <laughs> they wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, maybe. Lemon, awful single. I couldn't tell you. Um, oh, God, I'm going to do this one to really, like, not justice at all. So this is called Voice of the Voiceless. Okay. Oh, I got to pull up some Wikipedia references here. This song is about Mumia Abu-Jamal. Um, I am not going to be able to do... He is someone who's in jail. I do not know the whole story without looking it up. I definitely did at some point. He's still in jail. I, I definitely remember seeing references to like the t-shirts that said yep. free... Free Mumia, yeah. yeah. Uh, New- Actually, this quote is really good. The New York Times described him as perhaps the world's best-known death row inmate. Um, they were very active in like, free Mumia movements and like bringing light to his case of like uh, there were there are a lot of people who think he was wrongfully incarcerated incarcerated I don't even know what word I just said Johnny Carsonated (laughs) Johnny Carsonated Um, but yeah that's what this song is about Uh, what happened to that fella I mean he's still in jail okay but not 64 and he is in jail still wow I don't really know murder he's in jail for first degree murder Mm. free Adnan yeah That wasn't funny. <laughs> not, not an appropriate <laughs> thing to say right here. Okay. Just referencing podcasts tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to read what happened. Red Scott. I heard that. Oh, that's political. Mm-hmm. 
Is this still... Uh, was that a guest vocalist? That sounded like a different person. Am I... I don't know. Sorry. Yes. I just clicked into the credits on Spotify. Oh yeah. It says this was also written by Bruce Springsteen. I don't know what. That, that sounds like a mistake to that me. That sounds truly insane. Is that true? Uh, does it say anything about that on? Genius? I wonder if there's a quote in it or like a like a sample or something. Oh maybe. Because then I clicked on the one above this, Maria, and it said show credits. And one of the credits is Allen Ginsberg. And that wouldn't surprise oh. me if there's like a, a Allen Ginsberg quote in there. Hmm. I have no fucking idea. That's really Because all the rest are that I'm clicking through right now are just normal. I, I'm, I'm good like this. Yeah, that, that's something I want to know. Hey, Heather. Hello. How many members of the E Street Band does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> How many? One, two, three, four. That's all I got. Okay, that's pretty good. Thanks. I'm so flabbergasted by this. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like, what? <laughs> this is. I, I'm I still ho- trying to figure this out. I really hope it's just a weird uh, Spotify mistake, but it just slowly drives you insane. It will, it will drive me insane. Uh, what's this song called? Uh, oh, we switched songs. Wow, that was a seamless transition. Uh, this is called New Millennium Homes. Okay. Are you talking to your cat? I was. Are you translating Rage Against the Machine for your cat? Yeah, she's not into it. She walked away. She likes the eagles. Oh, also backtracking. I got distracted by the Bruce Springsteen thing, but um, Mumia is in jail because the he the the criticism is that he was framed for this, but um, for the murder of a police officer. Oh. There's nothing funny for me to say there. Nope. I like the different vocal filters. Yeah. Got like the megaphone. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. I could do it in GarageBand, but this is 17 years later. <laughs> yeah. It's real easy for me. I mean, this album also is noted for its like high-quality production. Mm. Or all, all of Rage Against the Machine albums actually are. Would I know the producer? Check those Spotify credits, Heather. Let's see. I have so many tabs. I have never had more tabs open during an episode than I have right now. It is so many. Um, producer... Wow, that's a beep, 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 truly beep, beep, a robot. It's um, R2-D2. But I think it's just a guitar. Yeah, I think you're right. It's crazy. It is really crazy. 
Um, this like 20 pedals. I know. This producer is Brendan O'Brien. Pearl Jam, Stone Double Pilots, Bruce Springsteen, um, Incubus, Rage Against the Machine. My so name many is bands. Brendan O'Brien. Corn, Gaslight Anthem, The Killers. Interesting. Interesting. From Corn to The Killers. That's the name of his bio. Yeah. This is going to kill me that if I cannot figure out why (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. Like, I'm getting things, but it's not explaining it to me. Interesting. I hope it's just a... So it doesn't seem to be like a copy and paste error? No. But I can't tell what's happening. Oh, this is fascinating. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I hope you find out that, like, in the single version, it just... Like, half of it is just the lyrics to Thunder Road. (laughs) I'm going to say right now, this song is not good. Okay. This song is the penultimate song, Ashes in the Fall. Yeah, I'm not digging this one. I don't love it. Oh. That is, oh. Yeah, there's a lot of noises in this that I'm not enjoying. Also, I don't know what it was about that sentence, but that came out super slurry. This is a lot of noises in this. Had, what, a quarter of a beer? Yep. How much you never saw Rage proper in concert, right? Never. I wonder how much of the show is just him giving Doing speeches. Oh, oh, probably, probably some of it. Yeah, for sure. Like this definitely sounds like shouting at a crowd, like telling them to do something. Yeah. really need someone to tell me what this Bruce Springsteen thing is. They did a Bruce Springsteen cover on their albums that came out, at, or the um, Renegades, which is the album that came out after this one. What was the name of the song? Voice of the Voiceless. It's, it's gonna make me insane. <laughs> Tom Morello and Bruce Springsteen tour together, does that help? Um, no, I have gotten that information though, but no. Okay. Just like the new swound. Swound? Over the mm-hmm. new ground. Ain't the new sound. Donk. Donk. It's me trying to just Apple F Bruce Springsteen on Radiance the Machine article. This is a bad song. Yeah, I don't like this one. I wonder if there's some like musical connection, like they are doing similar chord. I don't know. I don't know. I like this. I like this guitar here. This part's okay. Yeah. Oh, 
Nope. <laughs> nope. Now it's bad. Um, looking on Wikipedia, uh-huh. it does not list Bruce Springsteen for that song. So I'm wondering if it's just a weird copy and paste. It could be. Like maybe it's. That's on a different, like from the cover song or yep. something. Yeah, like they I just copy and paste it or something. <laughs> How much more of this song? <laughs> it's a bad one. Like 10 more seconds, you're fine. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say minutes and I was not going to be heavy. No, 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 no. They're not one of those bands. I don't like that kind of ha-has. <laughs> it's much more ominous. Yeah. It's like an accusatory ha-ha. Yeah. Uh, this is the last song called War Within a Breath. Hmm. This doesn't strike me as a closer. It also yeah. doesn't feel very different. Other than that last song? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the song is backing up. <laughs> For what it's worth, I don't remember these last two songs at all. Oh, no, I do kind of remember. I remember this chorus. Uh, okay. I know nothing about what I'm going to say in this next sentence. Yep. But the sound of this guitar lead here sounds like Lollapalooza to me. <laughs> they, I mean, they definitely played it. You go, bass guy. Their existence is a crime. Their seat, their robe, their tie, their land deeds, their higher... This is on Epic Records. Yes. They later had They Might Be Giants. Oh, okay. That is all. Got it. They currently have Fifth Harmony. I like Fifth Harmony. I think there's only four people in that band. It's upsetting. I think oh, I don't like that. I, I think somebody quit. Is it the famous one? No, I don't know. Is Fifth Harmony is the band Puff Daddy gave us, right? I think they were from his band show. Are you thinking of O Town? No, I am not. Were they also? Weren't they also on like one of those making the band? Um, potentially. I was thinking of the acapella band Pentatonix, not Fifth Harmony. Oh, Fifth Harmony is, Harmony is a true band, and they are a girl group. They broke up, I think. Fifth Harmony? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just glad we're not talking about this song. Oh, as of 2018, they're on indefinite hiatus. You're right. All right. Now who's more plugged into the Fifth Harmony scene? Oh, yeah. Camilla Cabello was in Fifth Harmony, and she's very famous now. Oh. That's what I was thinking Then why don't I know her? You know Camilla Cabello's songs. Okay. You do. Cool. Probably more than a Rage Against the Machine song. 
Yeah, that fight just reminded me of the sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> that was that crow again. <laughs> I think he just said the word caw. Uh, I feel like so a lot of these songs have had a zillion words. Yes. And then this one does not have very Yeah, like many four words. of these songs have just run out of steam at the end and just repeated the title. That's fair. It's a little jammy sometimes. Yeah. I would say there's some jam influence on yeah. this band. And not the British band The Jam, which Correct. I enjoy. Correct. I'll stop it. Tom. Or Brendan O'Brien. Was that his name? Oh, God. Please, my computer's freaking out. It's trying to play what? other songs. Whoa. It just... Whoa. Okay, okay. My computer is flipping out anyways. It's like a Tom Morello soundboard. <laughs> it really is. Um, okay, Ramsey. How was that for you? It wasn't awful. Okay. It certainly wasn't awful. Um, I don't know that I particularly liked it. P- particularly. Okay. Um. I enjoyed it. Okay. But I don't think I would like ever put on another Rage album on my own. Do you know Bulls Against the Parade? That's the name of it, right? Bulls on Parade, not against. I'm fucking it up. Uh, no. No to both of those. Okay, great. We're, I mean, I saw that episode of, of SNL and I didn't have the ability to fast forward at that point. So. so. Oh, yeah, I do know this. I heard the song for the first time in sixth grade and it literally broke my brain. Like... This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do know this song. It's insane. Um, I still think it's weird that you know Killing in the Name of, but that's fine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this song I, is so good. I super know this song. Yeah. I turned it up really loud. Quit it now! Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't. It would be weird to me if you were alive in the '90s and didn't know this song. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly why I know this song, but I definitely do. It was literally everywhere. Fair. But I, this like changed my life when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> um, this whole album is good too. I mean, they have three albums; they're all great. But um, they were just less important to me because. Are you feeling this down? I am. Wow, <laughs> that was really. Freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Ramsey usually controls our sound. Yeah. And I did that digitally. <laughs> um, I love this band so much. I think in sixth grade, I was listening to Garth Brooks. I was probably doing that too. Yeah. The, I mean, that Friends in Low Places song. Um, yeah, that was a good song. <laughs> I, yeah, that's a good song. I'll stand by that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, uh, I am a little, like, I like that single. Yeah. And I like the Killing in the Name of. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like you were okay with the singles on yes. um, Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, the album tracks were just boring to me. They're, I mean, they're not all winners, that's for sure. And like, I respect what they're doing totally with their issues, oh, <laughs> their issues, with their little problems. <laughs> I I understand you meant issues in the bigger sense of the word issues. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, um, but that doesn't mean I enjoy listening to them. Did this make you enjoy them more or less? Mm. Uh, considering that, like, I would have enjoyed that more if I was playing a plastic guitar Rock the band. whole time. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's but, I mean, uh, but to be fair, I 
think you would enjoy most albums more if you were playing them that way. That would be a great... If you want to get like your programmer friends on yep. that to like code uh, sure, sure, a sure. custom rock band for me. Okay, that'd be great. I will enjoy all, all the bands you bring to me. Yeah. Okay, great. We'll work on that. There'll be a lot of restarting of tracks though. Oh, that's going to be annoying. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I did like this more than I thought I would for okay, sure. Great. Progress. Yeah. I think honestly, that is all I could have expected for this. Yeah. So I think this is... I'm calling this one a win. I'm kind of surprised that they... Uh, don't exist anymore i think now is a just great time really, for them to get really together. should come back they really just like i feel like the world needs them now there's really nobody doing what this did no to my knowledge no we need them yeah i just want them to come back so i can see them also. <laughs> um all right great uh i'm gonna take this opportunity oh yeah Wait, should we tell our listeners that we're bad at iTunes? Yeah, stall for time while I pull this up. So basically, we've been saying we we're not getting new reviews. Um, we were actually just we couldn't see them. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out. So like, if you go to the iTunes web page for our, our thing, it doesn't show you all the things. Yeah, it just shows you the last three reviews. So we thought we only had three reviews the whole time, but it turns out if you go on actual iTunes, you can see we have a bunch of reviews. Not enough. <laughs> yeah we, you should still go leave us one yeah it's only like seven but also we, to be fair ramsey told me this and i still have i don't i don't know how to i still don't know how to oh. find them so this will be the first time i have heard any well of i'm them. gonna read two great yeah we'll we'll space them out yeah okay so here's a review from jvh1234 great great name they wrote brings me back five stars my high school days were filled with these out al- uh, yeah these albums they left great. out an e it's great to hear them being shared in this fashion hearing someone introduced to this era and these genres of music for the first time is entertaining jvh1234 thanks thanks that's a nice one the mad juggler that's a good name silly smart 2000s emo time capsule heather's passion and ramsey's irre- irreverence <laughs> Is a perfect combination when exploring the contradictions of 2000s emo. Mm. Was it meaningful or misogynistic? Powerful both. or pathetic? I, I, would go, I would go both. <laughs> Deep or dumb? All, all, it's actually all of these. The answer to all of the above is yes. Yeah, yeah. The Mad all Juggler right, Mad agrees. Juggler, we agree. Also, this five-star review is conditional upon releasing a Bright Eyes episode. Come on, guys. Okay, to Beaver, we recorded one. Oh, right. And we lost it. We will do a Bright Eyes episode. Yeah, I just need to forget what I, I need heard. Randy to forget that we did that album. I could we could do a different album. Yeah. Um yeah, there will be a Bright Eyes another Bright Eyes episode. Honestly, there may be an every Bright Eyes album episode. Yeah. I love Connor Oberst. Um we'll get there. We will earn those five stars, Chris. Yes, we Don't will. worry. I'm gonna put it back on the list. Thank list. you to everybody who leaves us a review. We're gonna get to everybody. <laughs> now that we know how to find them. Yeah, oh my it's a God. real bummer that these We're have been here the so whole time. Old. Thank you for doing it. Um and if you haven't done it, just go to iTunes. It takes you thirty seconds. I s- to be fair, I still don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, don't be like Heather. You're younger and more in touch than her. I've also had my captions on on my TV for three years. So <laughs> I'm going to show you how to do it. Don't that. be me. Uh, Heather, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at Heather Shea, S H A E. And you can go buy some of our dumb pins at professionalmess.com. I think that's a great idea. You should do that. How about you, Ramsey? You can find me on Twitter at Ramsey E S S. Great. Cool. Bye. Bye.